0: Welcome to Friah Singing Tips, the podcast. This show is all about helping you become the best singer you can possibly be, get practical tips, discover the awesomeness of your voice, and learn how to achieve your goals as a singer. So shut the door, grab your chai latte, and make yourself comfortable in your favorite space. You're about to embark on a journey of discovering the greatness of your voice. And here's your host, Frya Casey. Hi, welcome to episode number three of Freya's Singing Tips, the podcast. So glad you're here today. And today I wanted to talk about a subject that has followed me around throughout my whole life. And that is can you sing in just about any genre? Now, I've always been someone who has sung in just about every genre. I mean, in one show, I would sing opera, and I would sing jazz, I would sing pop, I would sing soul, I would sing gospel, and that's actually one of the reasons why I get booked a lot of times. So, the question is, can you actually do it? And if so, um, what is it that you need to pay attention to? So, I'm going to answer that question today. Singing in every... Just almost every genre that's what I do and when I think back when I had classical training it was always like a lot of people tried to tell me oh but this is not good for your voice if you sing pop and all that stuff I think it's nonsense I think you can sing in all kinds of genres if you do it right and uh, I'm proof of that and you're not gonna hurt your voice as long as you do it right technically. I had a great interview with Sean Wieg and he also, he is a trained opera singer but he also sings in almost every genre. Now for women it's a little harder because in classical women sing mainly in head voice. We're going to talk about that some more. I wanted to talk to you about singing different genres but you could sing classical, it was kind of semi-classical. It was with head voice but it wasn't totally singing out loud like this. Um, I may do that sometime though. Now the thing is, you've got to always be aware of the fact that the technique is totally different. And that's really important. Now especially for women, for la- for you ladies out there, it's a hard thing sometimes to separate that head voice singing and chest voice singing. So that's the first step you need to take whenever you you know, you want to sing different genres and you don't want to be like, okay, I'm never going to sing head voice. I'm never going to sing classical. Maybe you want to do something semi-classical or something like Phantom of the Opera, for example. That's also more in the classical area. So in order to do that, you do need to sing in your head voice. But also when you sing pop and you do something like Whitney Houston ballad, you don't want to sing classically. You don't want to sound like that. That would be totally wrong. You can't go... Give me one moment in time. And uh-uh, nobody wants to hear that. Give me one moment in time. People want to hear chest voice. That's what's expected. That's the style. But even within the popular music, area there's different styles. You can sing jazz, you can sing pop, you can sing rock, you can sing soul, you can sing gospel. There's so many. Blues, all these things. Folk. And each one of those genres has a different, a slightly different approach to how you sing technically. Like in jazz you're more light, you're more light. It's very more it's like fly me to the moon and let me sing among the stars. It's one way of singing and then like just so like I I will always love you. It's a whole different way. And then also, musical theater is a whole area of its own. So, you always got to be aware that each one of the genres has a different technique to sing in. And I think it's really fun to actually try out all those different techniques because, to me, it just broadens your horizons and it broadens your vocal abilities if you try to do it. Just don't sing in one genre like in the other. You just got to make sure that you are doing it stylistically correct because otherwise it's gonna sound weird. You can go fly me to the moon and let me sing among the stars. That would be too much. So you got to always be in good taste. And in order to do that I think the first step is really to get your register straight. Get your chest voice straight, your head voice and The transitions are so important. Your passaggio, where is it? And how do you transition into one or the other register? Also, your mixed register or the amount of breathiness, the amount of lightness or heaviness that's in your voice. I think you can learn all that. I mean, for me, it's always a lot of fun. That's why I get booked a lot of times, because within one show, I can just, I could do something. I would start out with something lighter, and then um, do something poppy, like a pop ballad or something, and then do some fun stuff, and even something rock. And then I'll flash everyone and just pull out an opera aria, And but I could really do it you know convincingly and that's people are always totally shocked and like oh my god you could sing you could really sing and as funnyly, it's a funny thing because usually when I sing opera that's the first thing people say oh, you can really sing it's like I mean the other stuff you have to really sing too I don't know what people mean by that but I guess it's due to the fact that as an opera singer people have this like you have to really do a lot of formal training many years and you it's all got to be so perfect at the same time in pop genre there's a lot of singers out there they don't have training they they could just do it so I guess opera singing people always associate with lots of formal training which is actually true I mean in pop You can get away with a lot, but in classical, and that's why I think it's so beneficial to actually incorporate classical singing into your singing routine, it's got to be clean. It's got to be clear. It's got to be so exact. And um, that's why classical is so good. Because also, it will really teach you good diction, good resonating space. It's like in dancing. Anybody who is a really really great dancer i mean most people they will have to go through ballet even if they do modern dance even if they do hip-hop most really famous dancers they also they always have a classical dancing background they have to do ballet in addition or they started with ballet in addition to whatever they do later, whether it's hip-hop. It only helps you because you are putting down the foundations by really paying attention to details. And then you can stray from that very clean and very exact and very rigid to be a little bit more free and experience, you know, and experiment around and improvise a little bit more. But you're going to get so much better with your improvising if you have that foundation of the very, very clean and clear. And yes, like as you said, classical singing is always going to help you in your singing because it really strengthens your core and it strengthens your overall range because you do have to go high and your vocal cords really get to working. It really strengthens them in a very healthy way. That's why I think... It's always great. I mean, even with my students, sometimes, you know, most of them want to sing pop and modern stuff and musical theater. But you can sneak in a kind of a semi-classical piece sometimes, like an old Gershwin that is in a high key. Like a Gershwin that's in a little bit higher key, so that you have to actually sing it kind of head voice, but connect it to your lower voice in a way that it's not too opera-ish. That's not a word, I know, but um, that it doesn't sound like opera. But um, I think that's awesome. Or like Phantom of the Opera. I'm doing that with someone right now, and she doesn't actually sing classical, but we are actually working on that. And that end cadenza of All of Me, think of me, that end cadenza. Ha, 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 yeah, we're working on that, and we're actually getting it. She already told me she has a feeling that she's getting so much better in the middle just because we have been working on that top and opening up that space when you actually sing those top notes classically, it just, it makes the middle so much easier because you realize, oh, I could have that much space and it's not that hard. Wow. It opens up a whole world of singing to you. Really, it does. And um, I think when you have both registers down really good, like if you have your chest voice and your belting down and your head voice, it's a matter of training and once you're really well trained, I mean, your voice is like a muscle. Once you're really well trained, it's no problem transitioning back and forth. Now, of course, you have to do it in a smart way. Like after I sang this very, very high opera aria, I'm not going to sing the very low. But your voice does get more flexible. Really, I have to tell you, that like, it gets much easier. It has gotten so much easier. I can pretty much do anything. I can sing that high opera aria and after that sing that low song i i can do it my vocal cords are so well-trained by now that I can just transition and then it's so much fun it's almost like being an athlete or a dancer and you're like okay that move doesn't scare me I can just do it it just gives you so much more freedom and I think it's always more fun when you're not dictated by the limitations of your voice but you actually dictate to your voice what it needs to do that it's much more fun than like oh I would like to sing that but my voice won't do it so I can't so that's always an attitude that's like that's not very nice Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Do check out my blog, singingtips.com. There's a great audio program that you can download, almost 30-minute program for your vocal warm-up routine. I made that just for my students because they always wanted to do something like when they're not here with me. So you could just use that on a daily basis and I... Guarantee you, you will see some great improvement because it's not just a vocal warm up. It's like a workout. It's like a vocal workout. You guys have a wonderful day, and then Thursday another Q and A, and in Friday another Friday singing tips video on my YouTube. So check that out and see you tomorrow. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, I would really love it if you helped me out by jumping over to iTunes and leaving me a review so other people can see that this podcast exists. And other than that, I'm just going to wish you a wonderful day and don't forget to tune in next time. And also always keep on singing and always keep a song in your heart. Bye.